Mr. Preacher, man, I don't want no trouble. I just came to praise and worship with my brothers. Praying to the Lord and hoping He forgive us. I won't got the same, but don't want the streets to kill us. I'm like Mr. Preacher, man, I don't want no trouble. I just came to praise and worship with my brothers Praying to the Lord and hoping He forgive us I won't got the same, I still want the streets to kill us I'm like Mr. Preacher Man Please don't be alarmed We just come to pray We don't mean no Hello, harm I see how you're looking Of course we ain't perfect We figured it would be well, Jesus It would be worth it safe. We live up the block And I know you see us Running from the cops to share with you once again this week. Our announcements are as follows. I can wish a happy life day to Sister Jackson for made Happy life day to her. She celebrated her birthday this week. Hope she had a great day. Happy Father's Day to all fathers on today. Hope you have a blessed day today. And remember to stay safe and sheltered. Also, July 12th, uh, we're looking at that as our time to be uh, re-engaged for church service. So, our church re-engagement plan is for the 12th of July to come back and um, we'll have some new mandates and some safe protocols to follow. But uh, we plan on opening up uh, July 12th. Now, this is taken in consideration the uh, new information we do receive about uh, spread and uh, containment of the virus and uh, so we're going to do that um, as long as um, we are following federal guidelines and state mandates uh, we'll do that um, other than that if it comes up we'll notify everyone and uh, we'll see uh, what, we can, what we can do after but uh, right now we'll be on for the 12th of July Look forward to seeing everyone there. We can do that. If you're feeling ill or you're having a, um, if you've been around maybe some um, symptomatic people, you, know, you can, you know, uh, we're all coming in groups, uh, things of that nature. If you can, we'd like to see you there, of course, with our mandates. And we probably post those on our website, Facebook page, uh, information to post for you to see. And, um, Hopefully, to uh, hopefully help everyone in a safely manner. God bless you. If you return with me, Book of John, Chapter Five, uh, we've been starting a, we've been in a series rather uh, in this chapter titled "This Time I'll Make It." And John Chapter Five sets the scene of the man at the pool, um, verse ten, or the end of nine, verse ten to eleven. Uh, Focus points for uh, today, uh, John chapter 5, verses 10 and 11. And I'll be reading the CSB translation. You are encouraged to follow along whatever translation you have. Uh, John writes this, Now that day was the Sabbath. And so the Jews said to the man who had been healed, This is the Sabbath. The law prohibits you from picking up your mat. He replied, the man who made me well told me, pick up your mat and walk. The grass withers and the flower fades away. The word of our God shall stand forever. Shall we pray? Oh God, we thank you for 
for the time in the word. I want you to bless uh, the word today, your message. Help a father today. Help a man, uh, woman, child, boy, or girl. Lord, help them to be the best they can be for the kingdom. We encourage your presence and all your power and peace in whatever we're facing right now in our life. Let your word go forth. It be anointing on someone's head today. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight. Oh, my Savior. Christ's name, we pray it all. Amen. I just want to title this text today, this message, my little Father's Day Easter speech. I kept the faith. I kept the faith. We can't rely on how we feel, our feelings, thoughts, and emotions go up and down. If you go to a scary movie, you can know that the monster is not real and still you can feel afraid. You can still be afraid because the movie makers manipulate your mind so that you begin to feel a reality that is not truly there. You may know it's not real, but you feel like it's real. So therefore, you get scared and feelings have no intellect. All they can do is react. Having faith is not based on how you feel. Having faith is not based on moments of feelings in one's life. Sometimes you feel like a nut. Sometimes you don't. How do I know faith is not based on feelings? Well, some of us today felt like giving up a long time ago, but our faith motivated us to keep on going anyhow. This man, if you can relate yourself, this man lying at the, the pool 38 long years had to keep motivated and to keep on thinking to himself, my time will come. My change will come. If I can just hold on a little while longer. Am I talking to someone under the sound of my voice who may have had an experience where you felt like throwing in the towel? I know it gets redundant when the preacher says, hang on in there. But for some folk, that means a whole lot. Hang on in there meant the difference between life and death. Yeah, and you had to hang on. So now you can say, I kept the faith. Well, motivated. We've been motivated to keep on going anyhow. Well, what, what do you have faith in what? Well, I'm glad you asked. Faith in it's going to get better after a while. Oh, brothers and sisters, you know how you have had those times in your life where you just wanted to give up. You want to just go back to the way you used to live, but your, your faith kept you from moving in that direction. Can I contrast the man by the pool to many of our lives? We have, looked, we have looked like the man by the pool at some point in our life. He was stuck in the same position for 38 long years, and I would give it to him. At least he was looking at what could help him out of his predicament. He might not have had a chance to get in the pool. But at least he was looking at that direction. Some of us get in a fix, get in a place stuck, a place of stuckness, and we quit looking to Jesus who can help us out of our predicament. But we start looking at other people and things to help us, and yet we are disappointed yet again. Can I tell you, at least this man never wavered in his belief 
that something good could happen if he could just make it to the pool. That's a whole nother sermon right in there. But what did he have to battle against to keep his faith? What did he have to go up against in order to look back and say, I kept the faith? There's some encouragement in here for somebody. So let's like take a look at a few things that, and I will be out of your hair this morning. In his Facebook post, the pool by the man, in his Instagram message, he wrote, I kept the faith one despite my haters. Uh, yeah, despite my haters, the so-called religious leaders. If you look at the text, they had never aided this man in his healing. Uh, well, let's let's paint a picture real quick. I won't be with you long. Look, he's been at the pool 38 long years. You have to imagine in your sanctified mind that somebody walked by at some point and saw this man lying there by himself. And you would think the religious hierarchy, the religious so-called leaders would take upon themselves the compassion needed to help this man to his blessing. No, 38 years and nobody came by to help. Sometimes you got to watch folk who say they saved. Huh? Sometimes you got to watch folk who claim to be child of God, but yet don't exhibit those signs and those uh, experiences of being a child of God. See, some church folk like to hate on. Can I just be real with you real quick? I know I'm just in my studio or whatever. I can imagine somebody can shake their head and say, yes, yeah, some folk just hate to see you being blessed. Uh, instead of being happy, they hating. Uh, and I know during this time of pandemic and uncertainty and unrest in our country, some folk hate to see you get a dollar over what you can afford. But you got to keep on keeping on so you can look back and say, I kept. The faith. Come on now, somebody could, you could have helped in 38 long years. You know, somebody could have helped him get in that pool at some point. But no, he was still lying there about the time Jesus was coming through. Yeah, yeah I say it again. Some folk don't want to see you get blessed. Some folk know they can be a blessing, but they are satisfied with just sitting by, watching you struggle with what you are struggling with and are happy for your struggles. Oh, that's a mouthful. And that can and will have an effect on your faith. It will cause you to look at yourself and say, what and why am I still trying to go on? Oh, bro, we all have had that moment we throw up our hands. And say, I don't know why. I don't know how I'm still making it. But we do know how. It's because of the love of Jesus that keeps on pushing us through this trying time. Well, can I offer another advice for somebody? I told you last week, quit letting folk keep you from enjoying your salvation. You save, you ought to act like it. If you've been redeemed, blood bought, bought with the price, you ought to act like it. Some folk are just like a wet tile, trying to put out your fire for the Lord. Always negative, always complaining, always talking about the church in a negative way. Nothing good to say about the pastor, the deacons, the choir. You got to watch that. But despite your haters, you can look back and say, I kept uh, the faith. Well, number two, let's don't hold you too long. I kept the faith despite my issues. Look at verse 11. 
At first part of 11a said, he replied, the man made me well. The man who made me well told me, pick up your mat and walk. Told me, the man who made me well, well, made me well would infer that I had a dilemma to begin with. So he had an issue that did not allow him to perform the task by which he needed to perform to get the blessing by which he needed. So despite that, he still kept the faith. Ah, oh, I would say that again. That's a mouthful. But somebody needs to know it don't matter what you're going through. You can still look back and say, I kept the faith despite my issues. I kept the faith despite my mind playing tricks on me. I kept the faith because even though the world was looking down on me, my bank account was looking funny at me, people were walking by me and not speaking, I still kept the faith. Jesus comes around and he helps us to think in a whole new way. See, he has the uncanny ability to take our mind and perspective off the issue and put it on him. Now, if you allow that to happen for you, he'll change your whole mindset from negative to positive. Yes, I'm still broke, but I don't think on brokenness. I think on what God has for me. Yes, I may still be friendless, but I don't think on friendlessness. I think on, he said, he'll never forsake me nor leave me. I, yes, I may be unemployed, but I don't think on that. I think of him who is the owner of the cattle of a thousand hills. Yet, despite my issue, he'll give me a better outlook. On my issue. Then yet some of us are having conflicts because we have allowed our flesh to control our spirits. I don't want to get ahead of myself, but down in the passage, Jesus sees the man again at the temple. And I just want to touch this real quick because some people may not understand. Now, this man may have had this disease or this condition for a prior sin that he had committed. That's why Jesus saw him later and said, go, don't sin no more, because the next time could be worse. Yeah, brother and sister, sometimes you and your issue because of something you have committed. I don't know how to make it plainer for somebody, but uh, you could be in your predicament because of the consequences you must face for your decisions. Ah, but even spite, yes, even spite. You creating your own issue, Jesus does give us peace and grace in our own man-made created issue. I don't, I ain't got time to go talk about Paul. Paul said, Lord, this thorn in my skin, you remove it. Jesus said, my grace is sufficient. Yes. For you. That's all some of us need to know. Right in there that he is able. For we'll be able to look back over our life and see what he's brought us from. We'll be able to look back over our life. <laughs> you were crying, your tears were streaming down your face. But Jesus still made a way. <laughs> Even when there was no way. And now I can look back and say, I kept the faith. Uh, but I'm almost out of here. I got, I got one more to drop. Uh, Number three, I kept the faith, even though uh, I have a respite for obedience.
Yes, a respite. R-E-S-P-I-T-E. Simply means an interval of peace and rest. Yes. And he got peace and rest out of his obedience. Well, Pastor, what are you talking about? Well, look at verse number 11. 11b. First, the man said, who made me well, told me, pick up your mat and walk. Well, out of his act of obedience, he received his blessing. Brothers and sisters, beloved, your obedience is demanded in order to be blessed. Yes, I'm almost out of here, but I need to tell you these things. Whatever you're going through, God has a way of deliverance for you. <laughs> Whatever you're facing, God has a way of setting you free. And even if you're not delivered or set free at that moment, he can change your viewpoint and your circumstances. And I don't know how you feel about it. And I don't know what you've been struggling with. But whatever your issues are today, all I know is Jesus can fix it for you. And when you look back over your life and see how did I make it through, when you look back over your life and wonder how did I get through that situation, you can say to yourself, I kept the faith just like the man at the pool lying there 38 long years nobody to help him in nobody to show him a way out but he kept the faith despite his haters he kept the faith despite the issues and he got rewarded for his obedience and that's what I'm trying to tell somebody and myself we kept the faith so God has something for you and something for me hang on in there fathers out there struggling with your children. Hang on in there. Remember struggling with your faith going through a pandemic. Hang on in there. Because one day we can say we kept the faith. One day the Lord is going to reward us real good. One day I can look back and see where God has been in my life, delivering me, keeping me, protecting me, got his hands all over me. And if you're around somebody, just wave at them and say, I used to be there waiting on my deliverance. I used to be there waiting on a way out of there, but God came along and he touched me and now I'm no longer the same that's what I got good news today 
That's what I want to tell somebody. I kept the faith. And like Paul said, I finished the course. But we're still in a journey now. You may just pass that chapter. But now you're better and ready for the next chapter. You ought to have a reference point to go back and say, I kept the faith back then. Now I'm looking forward to what God has for me in the future. And one reason why I know he real is that one day on a Friday they tell me Mark had it in his book Matthew had it in his book Luke had it in his book John had it in his book they hung him high and they stretched him wide he died on a Friday he died till the earth shook like a drunk man he died till the moon dripped away in blood he died till the sun stopped shining till the veil in the temple ripped in two till the soldiers said surely surely this must be the son of God but that's not why I can keep my faith they took him off that cross and laid him in a borrowed tomb. He lay there all night, Friday night. He lay there all day, Saturday and Saturday night. But the reason why we can say I kept the faith, the reason why I can jump and hoop and holler today, the reason why even through going through a pandemic, we don't know what the end going to look like. Even going through an economic depression, I don't know where money going to come from. Even going through racial unrest, I don't know how the Lord's going to keep us. But early, early Sunday morning, he got up from the grave with all power in his hand, all power yeah, in his hand. And that's why we can say, I kept the faith. I kept the faith. Even in the midst of adversity, I kept the faith. Even in the midst of problems, I kept the faith. Even in the midst of circumstances, I kept the faith. Because he will, he will. He will, he will keep me from falling. Somebody say yes, out there in under my voice, say yes, yes. Invitation is extended now. If you don't know Jesus in the pardon of your sins, if you would like to get to know him better uh, and get saved, Allow him to come into your life. Simply say this prayer. Jesus, I need you in my life. I believe you died and rose again on the third day. I trust you to control my life and to enhance my future. If you said that prayer, uh, it's as simple as ABC. Accept, believe, and commit. If you did that, we would love to hear from you. You may contact us through our email, getpraiseon.com 
at houseofpraisepp.org. Or you may go simply to our website, www.houseofpraisepp.org. Contact us or someone from our discipleship team. I will get back with you with other information you need in order to begin this new life in Christ. We love you to life. We look forward to hearing from you. Thank you again for listening to our podcast. We hope something was said will be a blessing for you and be a blessing for you this week. We know that we are still in the hands of God and we will trust Him to keep and deliver us. Bless you. God bless you. County line, we love you to life and you can't do anything about it. Look forward to next week. The Lord says the same. We hope that you are praying and reading your word and staying true standing on the promises of the Lord. God bless you, and we'll see you next week. Pastor Mac out. Trying to find somebody